Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 112 of the podcast to amplify show. Now, in the last episode, I shared more with you about my break from podcasting, which was totally unplanned, didn't see it happening. But if you haven't listened, definitely head on back. And so today's episode is a continuation. This is actually going to be episode two of a three-part comeback series. I was away from the podcast for about two, two and a half, yeah, two, two and a half months. That's not something that I've ever done unless it was like a planned break in between seasons. And so I really, even though I felt quite vulnerable and some elements of embarrassment, I guess, if I'm being honest, it was really important for me to share with you the behind the scenes, what came up for me, and most importantly, next steps. And that's where today's episode comes in. I'm really excited to continue that conversation because if you listened, you would know I talked about how social media, aka Instagram, played a huge factor in that unplanned break. I became really overwhelmed, I guess you could say. I was consuming much more than I was creating. And I believe that Instagram is a huge factor to us consuming information. You just have to scroll and you're bombarded with a bunch of information. Like I could go on Instagram in a good mood, feeling on top of the world, and five minutes later or less than five minutes later, feel like complete crap because someone's messaging is so great. It then starts to make me question everything that I have done. And maybe some people might say, you know, I'm sure there might be a coach listening who might say that that's more, I have to do the inner work and that's more about me. But I'm sure there's some of you as well that would agree with that experience and that would agree that the platform just bombards you with information, whether or not you are seeking it. That is why I have decided to take a social media detox for 30 whole days. I have never done this in the three years of my business. Never ever. But we have come to a point where it just seems like I have no other choice, right? So I'm going to be sharing with you my reasons for taking this digital hiatus, the impact that social media has had on me and my life, and the goals, what I'm really hoping to achieve during this 30-day detox period. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm saying social media, but really this detox is specifically for Instagram because I'm no longer on LinkedIn. 
I left LinkedIn probably back in June, July. I've actually hidden my LinkedIn account, so I can't even be found. There's no temptation to, you know, keep an eye on my DMs. No one can find me. I cease to exist (laughs) on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook, but I don't feel the same, let's use the word addiction, the same pull, the same, I don't know, negative stuff that comes up with Instagram. I don't feel the same on Facebook. I don't really scroll on Facebook. My Facebook is very much limited to the Facebook groups that I'm a part of, whether those are podcasting communities, maybe they're communities that came with a course that I've invested in in the past. And then I've got, you know, one or two business owner type communities that I like to show up in and give value every now and again. But it's absolutely not, even though I have maybe, I don't even know, I don't have a lot of followers, maybe 300, maybe 400, not that many. But the need to scroll, the information overload I talked about before, I don't get that from Facebook. So when I talk to you during this episode, I am going to be referencing Instagram more than any other platform because my behavior is a lot more intentional on Facebook. I try to be intentional on Instagram, but as I mentioned before, some people's messaging is so good. (laughs) It's easy to go down that rabbit hole of feeling like you're not good enough and all the things that come up with that, right? So why am I taking a social media detox? Let's go back a little bit to the beginning. If I'm honest with you, I've always had a love-hate relationship with social media. When I started my business in 2020, for some reason, I don't know if I assumed this or I saw messages about this, but I thought that I needed to be in all the places. So I was posting on Facebook, I was posting on Instagram, I was posting on LinkedIn. And as you can imagine, that quickly got to be too much. So I probably did it for a bit. And then I think I dropped LinkedIn. I will be on and off with LinkedIn, which is not great for the LinkedIn algorithm. Facebook and Instagram, I've got a Facebook page. That was easy to cross post because, you know, they're both meta. And so you can literally post to your Instagram and copy it. So that seemed easy. And so, as I mentioned, I ditched LinkedIn earlier in the summer and I decided to focus my marketing on Instagram. I actually decided that in January of this year, But again, I just felt this need because I have had people like reach out to me on LinkedIn. And so I just felt this need to show up on LinkedIn. And then there was this networking group I was a part of. 90% of the people that I met in this networking group were on LinkedIn. They weren't really on Instagram. And so a big part of networking is maintaining those relationships beyond that hour networking session, right? But if I'm not on LinkedIn, how does that work? And so in the summer, I decided to stop. It was a paid networking group. So I stopped my investments and then I totally cut off Instagram. I mean, LinkedIn, sorry. And I focus on Instagram. Cross-posting, as I said, to Facebook just because it was easy. So back in January, I put up my nine grid just to release the pressure of posting to my feed. Y'all, 
As much as I love Canva, it really is my kryptonite. I have a serious perfectionism issue. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie to you. And so with my graphics, everything needs to line up. It needs to look. And I was spending a crazy amount of time on graphics for my feed. I was then spending even more crazy more amount of time writing the perfect caption because I've taken content course upon content course about how to write captions. I still haven't figured it out, but the nine grid allows me to release that pressure, right? I could just focus on showing up on stories, do a reel once or twice a week, because those are the two, I feel like Instagram are like multiple platforms within one platform, which is part of the overwhelm information overload. But I could focus on those two mini platforms and don't worry so much about my feed. And I came across Kristen, who is the creator of the nine grid strategy. Someone that I follow had posted her nine grid and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that is what I am looking for. And absolutely loved everything that she was teaching. She helped me to really pull my nine grid together. And you know, I love a bit of a strategy. You know, as a strategist, I love a strategy and I had to get her on the show. So if you want to learn more about nine grids, head on back to episode 79, where Kristen and I talk at length about Instagram and the pressure of showing up and how a nine grid strategy can really help you show up for your business and still generate leads in a way that feels good. So focusing on stories and reels for a time felt good, but it's still, I still wasn't in love with Instagram, right? But talking back to this love-hate relationship, I kept alternating. I was inconsistent because one week I was all in and then the next week I was tired because I went all in the week before and I was just up and down like a blooming roller coaster. Like it just wasn't sustainable. And that leads on to the impact social media has had on my life. I've done a lot of reflecting, like I said, a lot of journaling. And I hadn't quite fully realized how much of an impact Instagram has had. And I'm being like full disclosure, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. But for me, it's bad. Like I'm a grown woman in her 40s. Before I started my business three years ago, sure, I had profiles I had a Facebook profile. I had an Instagram profile. I had a LinkedIn profile to, you know, from a corporate point of view, but I wasn't checking any of them with any regularity. I wasn't posting. Like I literally use Facebook to catch up on the news. <laughs> like, like rather watch BBC news. I use Facebook to catch up on the highlights of what was going on in the world. And Instagram, like when I started my business and I, I forgot I had an Instagram account and I came across it. There were, so I started my business in 2020 and the photos on there were from 2013. So a whole seven years, this Instagram has sat there dormant to the point where I forgot it even existed. So for Instagram to now become a daily part of my life was new to me. And what I hadn't quite realized is that Instagram had taken over my day. I would wake up, or the dog would wake me up in all honesty. (laughs) His bladder is like an alarm clock. But, you know, Riley would wake me up and I would reach for my phone. Do I have any notifications? Do I have any messages? 
and we wake up at 6.30, 6.45. Who reaches for their phone at that crazy time of the day? Right, so these are things that I've, I've had to really be honest with myself about during my time away from the podcast. I was also then checking my phone multiple times throughout the day, sometimes for no good reason. I know that people recommend that you 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, 15 minutes in the evening. And I tried to stick to that, but I always fell back into this pattern of checking. And it could be like 10, 12, 15 times a day. And all that time, I wasn't necessarily posting to my stories. I'm just in the app scrolling for no good darn reason. Like why? Why? And so when you think about it, what could I have been doing? And you know, in those 10, 12, 15 times, maybe each time is five minutes. Maybe each time is 10. Sometimes it could be 30. Sometimes it's 45. The frequency, the length of time per each time, if that makes sense, were all different. But when you add it all up, it's a heck amount of time in the week. When you total it all up, it's so much time. What could I have been doing in my life, in my business, in that time that I am just on Instagram for no good reason? So that was something that really, I had to be really honest with myself about. And then the third impact is the impact it's had on my mental health. Now, this is something... I've heard about the impact of social media on kids, like the younger generation, but it's only when you realize the impact on yourself. And I'm on a, I'm a grown woman that it puts into perspective what these young people are experiencing, what they are being privy to, what they are able to just read and how that impacts them. It's had a huge impact on my mental health. As I think I mentioned before, I could have all the intention of going in the app to engage with my audience for 10 minutes, right? And then within a few minutes, I've seen a post that has me questioning, or maybe it makes me think, oh yeah, that's me. And maybe I'm buying something that I don't need to buy. Truth be told, I've bought many things that I really did not need to buy. I'm a lot better now, And that's a me thing. That's something that I've had to work on. But yes, the comparisonitis, the thinking that you're not good enough, the kind of, oh my goodness, how did she write such a dang good post? Why can't I write a post like that? All these different things that come up that you think that you're not thinking about, but subconsciously you are. And over time, that starts to have a really bad impact on your mental health. So with that in mind, I've had no alternative. Just on the mental health piece, I've had no alternative but to make this decision. A 30-day break is exactly what I need. It's something that I wanted to do for 2024, but why not do it four months earlier? Why not? Why not test the waters? Why not try and see like, how will my business fare? is my business going to go to pot? Like that's the thought that I've had for absolute months and years. Like if I'm not on Instagram, my business is just going to burn to the ground. So this is what I'm doing. And so my goals and my expectations for this 30 day detox is really just 
doing things in my business. I've had a long to-do list that just gets longer and longer and longer. But remember those 10, 12, 15 times a day on Instagram doing nothing at all? That breaks up your concentration. That breaks up your creativity. And so during the next 30 days, there's so much. I want to diversify my product suite at the moment. I have a podcast strategy session. I have my high ticket podcast launch VIP days. But I have realized that I need, in order to help more women really embrace and harness the power of podcasting, I need to meet them where they're at. And so that means really looking at my product suite and thinking, well, where is there a gap? Where can I provide low ticket products? Where can I provide maybe a group opportunity to work with me? But I need the headspace to pull that all together. That goes on to wanting to create those low ticket offers, right? So if I diversify my product suite, come up with something new, that then means I have a bunch of stuff to create. And as you will know, (laughs) every time you create something, there's like a hundred steps. I need the, the time, the space, the energy to really focus on what it is that I want to create in my business now in order to see those rewards later on. I'm also, and this is a big one for me, I'm hoping that the reduced screen time will be good for my overall health and focus. So since I've started my business, even though the optician tells me my eyes are great, I don't believe him. Sometimes it's a her, but I don't believe my opticians, right? Because my eyes are really tired. They've definitely become very sensitive to sunlight. Definitely, definitely. And I've gone from, before I started my business, I've gone from just needing them for the computer, you know, if if required, to practically needing them when I'm writing, when I'm on my phone, when I'm on the iPad. Before it was just when I was on the computer. I feel like I've gotten dark circles under my eyes. That could be related to, you know, sleep as well, um, which, you know, when you're scrolling Instagram at midnight, the light from your phone is going to keep you up, which then means you're not sleeping well. So it's all very, very interlinked. So I'm really hoping that reduced screen time will be good for my health. I'll get better sleep. I'll be able to focus more. But the big thing really is to just get some stuff off my desk. I have always been good at serving my clients, but sometimes things in my own business gets pushed you might be able to relate to that. But this 30-day period, I really want to think about 2024, think about how I can really make the most of Q4 of 2023 so I can go into 2024 strong. I've got an amazing retreat, business retreat, my first retreat with my former coach and client, Natalie, in the amazing Dominican Republic in October that in November, sorry, that I can't, I can't wait for that because that's going to pull things together. And so this is my opportunity to really figure out where I'm going so I can make the most of that retreat and my time with Natalie, because she's an amazing, amazing coach. So all of that to say, I am taking a break. (laughs) Am I scared? Absolutely. As I mentioned, there are concerns that And I don't know why, because I've never got a client 
directly from Instagram. Like people have followed me from podcasts I've guested on or followed me from my own podcast, but no one has ever like found my profile, seen my content and jumped straight into my DMs. I know people purport that that happens to them, but that has never been my experience. And so I don't know why I've got this connection, this, I don't know, it's just a really weird gravitational pull towards Instagram. Like I can't disconnect. And so yes, it's scary, but it has to be done. It has to be done. Absolutely. So I am going to keep you posted. I'm going to do a 30 day update to let you know how that detox went, like what next steps I'm going to take. Am I going to continue? Like what aha moments, what lessons, all the things. So look out for that episode. But if you are listening and anything that I've said resonates with you, if you are feeling burnt out from social media, whatever platform you're on, if you're feeling drained, if you are feeling just bone tired, if you don't even enjoy the platform, I hope that you could take inspiration from my own experiment and contemplate doing a similar detox for yourself. I give you permission. Not many people say this. And I think this is where a lot of us are going wrong as business owners, because there's a lot of people because they see success on social media. And I'm not saying, yes, some people, a lot of people, especially Instagram experts, because that's their jam, see results from social media, but it's not for all of us. And so I want to give you permission right now to step away from social media if you feel that that is the right thing for you, right? Because you know you best. I have known for the longest while that social media is not my jam. It's a reason why I podcast because I like to talk. I don't want to faff with my hair. I don't want to put on a bra. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, no. And so I think it's okay to ignore the shoulds in this online space and do what's right for you. It is a crying shame that it took, you know, taking a couple months off the marketing channel that I absolutely adore, which is my podcast. That was the wake up call I needed, but I'm excited going into this new detox. I'm excited to see where my business is at, what I have achieved, and most importantly, the lessons that come out of this experiment. Because you can, we can build our business without having to be a slave to social media. So I'll leave you with that thought and I'll see you in the next episode where I'll be sharing the marketing strategies I'll be focusing on for the rest of 2023. I'll see you then. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.